Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time to get rolling with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Scott with you on this, well, in some areas, rainy, in quite a few areas in our region, rainy uh, morning. When we're talking rain, we're also talking the possibility of some heavier weather moving into the area this morning from over, it's hitting the Wabasha area right now with some hail and heavy rain that's moving again into our listening area as the morning progresses here. But once that gets through, that's going to kind of snap things too again here and we're going to clear up and dry out a little bit as the day goes on, it sounds like. We'll be hearing from meteorologist Kelly Slifka in a little bit about exactly what we can be expecting this week and, well, through the rest of the day because, as I said, that morning weather is on its way and probably will be reaching our listening area momentarily to go along with some of the rain that's already here. Here in Eau Claire, it's 74 degrees. La Crosse is at 76. And it's really muggy out there, folks. But again, we can be expecting a little less muggy as the morning progresses. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you. And that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, Wisconsin. You see the future you want to build for yourself, your family, and your business. You see the challenges that lie ahead and what you'll need to meet them. We see new ways to help you accomplish all of that and more. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Again, it's uh, 74 degrees here in Eau Claire with Wax 104.5's Midwest Farm Report. Scott rolling along with you this morning. Hunker down out there in a little while here, folks, in the southwest because we're going to get some heavy rain moving into the area, according to the radar and meteorologist Kelly Slifka at Skywarn 13. It's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Dean Muchel. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar meeting with the president of Taiwan at the highest level meeting between the U.S. and the island nation in years. The meeting has strained relations with China even further as Beijing considers Taiwan a Chinese territory. Taiwan is seen as a success story in the fight against coronavirus with fewer than 500 cases and only seven deaths in its population of 23 million people. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine says people should still trust 
the coronavirus testing, even though he dealt with a false positive. On CNN State of the Union, the Republican governor said his false test result happened during an antigen test. He described that as a screening test. Layoffs are expected to hit Warner Brothers and HBO. Nika Magahes has more. Warner Media announced that it is expected to let go of at least 800 employees at its Warner Bros. and HBO operations as part of a broad restructuring put in place by the unit's CEO, Jason Kyler. Warner Bros. will begin laying off around 650 people starting today. HBO will let go between 150 to 175 staffers. The layoffs come after Kyler unveiled a reworking of the company's operations, removing the top programming leaders at HBO Max and consolidating Warner Media's production operations into a single operation. California's public health director has resigned. Dr. Sonia Angel announced her immediate resignation in an email to her staff late Sunday night. She's yet to give a reason. Last week, officials discovered a glitch in the state's COVID-19 data system. National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien says China is actively trying to interfere in American elections. On CBS's Face the Nation, he said the Chinese are trying to hack into state election websites. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Buer Lumber and Prentice isn't just a sawmill, it's a family-owned and operated business. And they want you to join their family. Buer Lumber is looking for skilled laborers, maintenance, forklift operators, electricians, and second shift general laborers. They offer a competitive salary with affordable benefits such as medical, dental, and vision. Apply online at BuerLumber.com. That's B-I-E-W-E-R Lumber.com. Or call 715-428-2762. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 74 degrees here in Eau Claire at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Scott moving out into the barn alley with you this morning. And some heavier weather is moving around the countryside. Some heavy weather also popping up. It appears to be on the radar, according to the radar, uh, up in the Ladysmith area, northeast here a little bit. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, to the southwest of us, some heavy weather moving in across the river as we speak 74 degrees here in eau claire right now and muggy it's 76 in lacrosse marshfield has 71 green bays at 71 rice lake 71 wasas at 72 madison also at 72 milwaukee is at 74 and up on iman ridge my beautiful weather reporter there says it's 69 degrees that humidity and rain will stick around through the early parts of this morning And then the air should dry during the afternoon. Highs will be in the 80s today, but the start of that cooling comes later today and the drier air along with a cool evening and night. Tuesday and Wednesday are expected to have uh, sunny skies and be comfortable. Today we're looking at a high of 80 with that low of 55. Tomorrow a high of 83 with a low of 59. And Wednesday a high of 84 with a low of of 62. Make the switch to ProVision Partners Senex Propane to handle your residential, commercial, and agricultural needs. Make the switch and receive 50 gallons free for a new tank set or competitive tank switch out of a 500 gallon tank. Already an LP gas customer? Receive 50 gallons free for referring a friend. If you're looking for reliability and affordability, make the switch to ProVision Partners Senex Propane. Check them out at ProVisionPartners.coop or call them at 1 800 944 1784. Make the switch today. 
Some restrictions may apply. Call for details. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Five minutes past five with Scott at the Midwest Farm Report here at Wax 104.5. Let's have a look at those morning markets on the cash livestock side of things. Fed beef steers are at 95 to 101 with mixed 65 to 94. Fed beef heifers are at 94 to 98 and a quarter with mixed 77 to 93. Fed Holstein steers 90 to 95. Cows 40 to 42 to 73 and bulls 56 to 92. New crop and old crop market lambs are at one to one. A rather new crop market lambs are at one to 133 and old crop market lambs are at one to 115. Feeder lambs are at 125 to 190. On the livestock futures, live cattle for August are at 102.80. That's up 17 cents. October 106.45, down 52 cents. December 110.07, down 87. In February, 113.80, down 70. Feeder cattle for August are at 142.72, down 75 cents. September 145.12, down 75 cents. October 146.90, down 37. In November, 146.97, down 15. Lean hogs are up for August at 51 even. That's up $1.25. October at 50.97, up 177. December, 52.92, up 142. And February at 60.97, up 77 cents. And we'll be hearing more about that hog market as the morning progresses. On the dairy side of things, barrels of cheese ended Friday down 12 and a half at 151 and three quarters. 40 pound blocks down 11 at 170 and a half. And grade AA butter down two and three quarters at 153. The class three milk futures, August is at 1936 down 45. September 1623 down 68. October 1652 down 62. November 1645 down 48. And those prices are down through March. At Simple Mobile, you get the no contract advantage. Unlimited talk and text plus 5 gigabytes of high-speed data for $30 a month. $30 a month on a nationwide 5G network and no contract. That's our best deal ever. Shop now at simplemobile.com. Simple Mobile, out with the old, in with the simple. Limited time offer ends 9-30-2020. Standard high-speed data allotment on all redemptions thereafter. Compatible 5G-capable device and SIM required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. 5G network not available in all areas. Terms at simplemobile.com. Join compassion and give hope to a family in extreme poverty during COVID-19. Give a $40 one-time gift. Text the word HOPE to 83393. That's HOPE to 83393. Making safety a priority on the farm is an everyday decision. We buckle up when we get behind the wheel. We cook our food to a safe temperature. And we have a plan when the unexpected happens. Farm safety should be no different. 
Our team at Ag Country Farm Credit Services reminds you to look twice when moving large equipment and think twice before entering that grain bin and use every resource you have to stay safe out there. At Ag Country, our focus is you, your safety, and your success. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Nine minutes past five as we head up the alley with the Midwest Farm Report at Wax 104.5. Scott saying you want to look up at the weather this morning and pay attention to it a little bit in different spots. Southwest of here and northeast of Eau Claire. It looks as though some heavy weather is moving in and around the countryside right now, kind of shaking things up a little bit with some heavy storm, uh, heavy rain and even some hail falling in some areas. Again, 74 degrees here in Eau Claire. Let's have a look at some of the farm news for the morning. Farmers might have extra time to pay premium and administrative fees on federal crop insurance. U.S. Department of Agricultural Risk Management Agency officials said the agency is authorizing approved insurance providers to extend premium and administrative fee deadlines, defer interest accrual, and allow other flexibilities to help farmers, ranchers, and insurance providers dealing with issues caused by the coronavirus pandemic. The action affects premium billing dates between August 1st and September 30th, allowing policyholders an extra 60 days to make the premium payments. The number of Wisconsin honeybee colonies for operations of more than five colonies was down 3% coming into this year when compared with last year's numbers. The U.S. Department of Agriculture reported last week that state honey producers maintained 16,000 colonies at the start of the year while they had 16,500 colonies at the start of 2019. The producers increased their numbers to 26,000 colonies in the state during the first quarter of the year and to 53,000 through June. The report also said state honey producers reported that the varroa mites are the number one stressors on their colonies right now. Nominations are being sought for the 2021 Wisconsin Outstanding Young Farmer Award. Nominees must be younger than 40 years old and earn at least two-thirds of their income through farming. The deadline for filing nomination forms is September 30th. Those nomination forms are available by contacting State Outstanding Young Farmer Coordinator Cindy Matten up in Chippewa County. Her number, I'll give that to you at the end too, that contact number is 715-833-9649. The 2021 OIF Awards Program will be in January at Nina. The state OIF winner will represent Wisconsin during the 2022 National Outstanding Young Farmers Competition. And again, that phone number for those registra- or for those nominations for Outstanding Young Farmer in Wisconsin is... 715-833-9649. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. Community-minded, Synergy Co-op. We want 
Don't sweat your floor getting wet. Put in worry-free and stylish waterproof flooring from Wall-to-Wall Carpet One. Right now, during the waterproof flooring sale, you could save up to $1,000 on select waterproof carpet, luxury vinyl, even hardwood. Plus, get zero interest financing when you pay in full within 18 months. Come to Wall-to-Wall Carpet One today. Sale ends September 27th. Save 10% off your purchase of select flooring products to a maximum discount of $1,000 based on $10,000 purchase. Financing subject to credit approval. Interest will be charged from purchase date if the promotional purchase is not paid in full within 18 months. Minimum monthly payments required. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 17 minutes and 74 degrees here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Scott again telling you that in the southwest of us here a little bit, uh, in the Wabasha, Minnesota area right now, there are heavy rains moving through and uh, meteorologist Kelly Slifka said there are is some significant hail in that system. So kind of hunker down and be ready for anything as that weather crosses the river. And again, there's some uh, good rain and lightning up from the Chippewa Falls area up through Lady Smith and a band up through there. Light rain as we move through the morning here in Eau Claire. Hey, we mentioned before the hog markets are up. At the moment, just slightly, and the hog farmers are in a crisis mode in the nation, though. And Bob talked with A.V. Roth, a fifth-generation hog farmer from Wazika in southwest Wisconsin. Roth is also the current president of the National Pork Producers Council, and he provided us, through Bob, a good update about what that hog industry is doing right now as we continue on through this coronavirus pandemic. In Wisconsin, dairy might be the 500-pound gorilla as far as livestock is concerned, but the hog industry in Wisconsin, also a very prominent part of our livestock industry. A.V. Roth from down in the Watsika area in southwest Wisconsin is president of the National Pork Producers Council, and A.V., I'll tell you, you picked a fine year to be president of the National Pork Producers Council with this COVID-19 pandemic, it has to be tough for you to lead this hog industry this year. Oh, it's extremely tough. Uh, This is definitely a year that nobody will forget, unfortunately. As we look at what's been going on, the hog industry has been struck with some things that we never expected. A backlog of hogs. Can't get them into the processing plant. Give us an update on that and how hard that has been for pork producers to work through. 
Oh, the biggest thing about that is that, you know, the plants are being open, which is great. They're going at 95% of their capacity that they're supposed to be at. And we actually, what animals were supposed to go through this week, uh, last week, we probably did an extra like 100,000. And that was one of the first weeks that we actually did more than what, you know, was originally projected. But we are still somewhere around 2 million pigs backed up on the farm. And there's euthanizing going on on farms right now. Uh, at least the numbers that I've seen, somewhere in between 1 and 1.5 million pigs have been euthanized on farm. And that's the biggest thing that we're trying to get for these producers now. The, the next COVID bill just got dropped. We're looking through it, but there's supposed to be money in there. And there is money in there for producers that had to euthanize their animals or give them away that they will get compensated for those animals. Now, there's producers on farms that could lose the generational farms if they don't get that money. And that money, of course, is never going to make a producer whole. So what does that bill, at least at this point, call for as far as compensation for producers that had to euthanize those hogs? I'm sure it's not going to be dollar for dollar if they'd have gone through the market, even though the markets uh, are what they are, not good. No, this is all speculation because they're looking through the bill right now. But what got released from the Peterson bill on the or the COVID bill on the House side was when you because you could go back all the way to March if you had to euthanize animals and that first month you euthanized you get eighty five percent of to my understanding one hundred and fifty dollars for that pig and then each month after that if you had to euthanize animals you got ten percent less now again not for sure if that's what came out in this bill or not so that that's where it is right now. As we look at that bill moving forward, is that something that the national pork producers had advocated? Did you advocate for more than that? And this is what we've got, the way it looks right now at least? Yeah, what we saw coming out of the House bill is exactly what we advocated for. The only thing that we changed coming out of the House bill is we wanted to add pigs that were given away. Because there was a lot of pigs that were just plain given away to um, food banks and things like that. So that was one of the changes we had from coming from the House bill. The other thing that's in there is there's money for mental health for farmers. And there's also money for the laboratories because the, the laboratories that they've been using, you know, they've been helping out with COVID with the human side of it, doing tests and things like that. And we're looking to get them an extra $300, $300 million so that they can make sure that they're ready in case of a foot and mouth or a foreign animal disease. As we take a look at this industry, and as you said, still a million and a half to two million hogs are backed up on farms. Some are still going to have to be euthanized, it looks like. How long will it take to catch up? Because, you know, we've got more hogs continually coming through the pipeline. So that, that is a very, very good question. I, I have no idea. Even if we get back and keep doing these Saturday kills, because right now, normally, normal times, we wouldn't be doing Saturday kills at these plants and they are so it's also getting you know they have trouble with covid that's why they got shut down in the first place i do it's a hard thing to speculate on that and i i don't even want to try it's going to be it's going to be a really rough rough year 2020 is going to be really rough for pork producers have you talked to your economists how rough are we talking four or five million dollars in losses for pork producers is that a ballpark number 
industry will lose five billion dollars. What have you heard from pork producers about their ability, their optimism to be able to make it through this panic pandemic? Um, so there's already producers that that are having to to shut down after two years of being at the the tip of the spear for the trade retaliation. Farmers in hog industry have been they were they they were told there was going to be profit this year, and there wasn't. So it, it, there's already farmers going out of business. I, I there I know of one state that's already taking possession of some pigs, the five barns of pigs, because the bank told the producer they can't they can't pay anymore. There there's a lot of producers that are already going out. How much pressure does that put on? exports because they say we can't necessarily export our way into profitability because we still have some retaliation don't we from the steel and aluminum tariffs that uh, people are putting on our products uh, hogs feeling that at all oh uh, yeah absolutely um right now over in china with their whole asf african swine fever problem they need the pork and they are buying records amount of porks even with the tariffs that they're that are on the porks going there. Um, Japan is starting to come back after we got the Japan uh, mini deal or whatever you want to call it signed there. They are coming back. Um, they're not where they were, but they're on their way back there. Same thing with Mexico and the, the whole tariff, you know, trade retaliation down there. They are coming back. Um, there are some bright spots out there. China's the biggest bright spot. Um, but yeah, you listen to the news as much as I do, and what's going on between the U.S. and China is pretty pretty interesting and um we hope that they continue to import our pork from here av roth is our guest from wazika president of the national pork producers council and av we know pork is the most popular meat in the world are there markets that you're optimistic about that uh, could fill some of the void of where we're at right now with backed up uh, on farms limited trade trade retaliation are there bright spots you're looking at oh yes we're, we're constantly looking for um, different countries to, to work on deals with they're actually just because the u.s is um you know we're working with uh little countries like ecuador we're working on you know just trying to expand to any place that we can the philippines is a big one we're working on um some of the other ones they're also doing something with uh jamaica you know, so there's not a lot of people there, but whatever they take would be good. Where the whole problem with India, you know, we haven't been able to get meat in there, and it's a big country. There, a lot of people over there don't eat pork, but there's still a huge chance for us there. What about in the United States? As far as I mean, pork is a, you know, what the hogs twenty twenty five cents market price right now. There have to be some uh, bargains in the meat case for pork, but are they are they the bargains they should be? In other words, so so there, there's another question out there. Um, some of the the contracts that are out there are just on live hogs, and some of them are on the cutout price. Some producers that were able to get those cutout prices were able to ha- have a little bit better price. The cutout price on the pig is pretty good, but the live, just like you said is down there in the, you know, 25 cents, 30 to 25 cents. For myself, I sell wean pigs. The producers I sell to, they can't take them because they're full of animals. So it, it's just a whole, it's all 
you know, one, you only have about five to seven days in the whole the whole chain before it gets um, processed, and that's way back up past that. And as we look at this COVID nineteen, who knows when it's going to be under control? But uh, if by the end of the year it's under control, probably not a vaccine yet, but uh, cases down. Can the pork industry begin to recover, or is it going to take well into 2021, do you feel? Uh, the economists I, I listen to, it's, yeah, halfway through 2021 would be the earliest that there would ever be profits in the hog industry. It was not a, you know, there's plenty of hogs out there. It was all, you know, the, when the restaurants closed, that cut off 25% of our, you know, where our production went. And they're starting to open it back up. You see some of it going you know, our freezer space is down quite a bit, which is great. That has a lot to do with exports. Um, you know, the freezers, there's plenty of there's plenty of pork in the restaurant or in the in the grocery stores. There's always pork on the shelves. It might not be the cuts people want, but there's pork there. So we just got to keep working through it. You know, it's part of farming. There's ups and downs. This, this COVID thing through something that I, I didn't foresee happening and a lot of people I talked to didn't foresee. A lot of us didn't expect any of that. We're going to be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock right after this. My name is Mac. I'm one of the boot designers at Boot Barn. A cowboy boot is something that right down the line from the designer to the packing station in the factory, every single person that takes these boots into their hand looks at it like a piece of art. It's really not a product that you can just grab, look, and throw it on the line. They pick it up. It's part of them. A cowboy boot is more than just utilitarian. It's also an icon. Boot Barn, proud supporters of the West. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 29 minutes past 5 o'clock here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Again, kind of hunker down a little bit and pay attention to the weather coming across the river down by Wabasha right now because there is some hail in some of that weather moving through there and again to the northwest a bit in the Chippewa Falls, Ladysmith area. There is some uh, heavier rain moving through that neck of the woods. We've got Rocky on over at Premier Livestock. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning. Yeah, anytime it gets sticky like this, there's usually something happening somewhere. You bet. Uh, hopefully it gets unstickied today for a while. And in the meantime, tell us what you're looking at for the market this week. I hope the sales went well for you last week. Uh, thank you, Scott. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, this uh, this past week shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We sold over 2,200 head here last week. Had our machinery sale Friday. Uh, had an excellent, excellent sale selling stuff all around the country, over 700 buyers. Uh, fed cattle this last week uh, sold higher. High choice and prime Holstein steers, 92 to a dollar. Low choice and selects, 83 to 91. Choice beef steers and heifers, 95 to a dollar one. Market cows sold much stronger. 
stronger, excellent demand. Most of the cows traded 50 to 65, high-yielding cows 66 to 79.50. Market bulls strong, most of the bulls from 75 to 90. High-yielding bulls 91 to $1.09. Organic market cows sold every Monday, mostly from 70 to 90. Newborn Holstein bull calves 90 to 155. Beef calves 100 to 295. Holstein heifer calves 20 to 90. Dairy cattle auction Wednesday uh, had an excellent herd of cows, uh, top cows from 17 to 2100. Had an exceptional run of good quality spring and heifers selling from 1200 to 1850. And our feeder cattle auction Tuesday, we sold 425 head of feeder cattle. Very strong market. Most of the beef feeders 120 to 165. Holstein steers 90 to 130. Cow calf pairs. Uh, up to 1675. This week, Wednesday, we got a complete herd of 85 Holstein Parlor Freestall cows. Uh, nice herd there. We got a full load of registered two and three year old Parlor Freestall cows, all recently fresh. Here's 18 Parlor Freestall cows, all bred back and milking heavy. Don't forget this Saturday, uh, that's going to be a special sale here on Saturday with 130 trail horses. Uh, these horses have been rode extensively at Yellowstone national park if you're looking for dead broke horses uh you got the sale coming up saturday they're hard to find and we got them full catalog on our website that'll be at premier livestock and auctions.com questions give us a call at premier 715-229-2500 and that's all shaped up scott that sounds like a pretty interesting horse sale yeah well pretty good you got a little acreage there maybe get one for the wife hey i think she'll like that there you go. There you go. <laughs> I and, hope she's and, listening right now because she'll be calling you. Yeah, that's fine. I, I can order by one for her. So <laughs> right. funny, you guys don't even need to come. <laughs> All right. Thanks All right. a lot, hey, Rocky. It's, it's, on, it's online like most of our other oh. sales. So. And where do they find this one online? It's uh, going to be the same deal. It's horses, but it's still at Cattle USA. So. All right. All right. So, well, Have thanks a, a lot. We'll be talking with you again soon. You bet. Thank you. That's Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Brought to you by United Mutual, Smith Funeral Chapel, family owned and operated since 1956. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 5, well, 5.34 a.m. as we make the turn on the barn alley here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's go over to the Equity Altoona market to hear the latest from Mark Coger, and then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. You know that taking care of the people who count on you means taking on the toughest problems and that there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all solution. We're Bremer Bank. We know your path to success won't look like anyone else's, and we're ready to help you make your way. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. In the Fed Cattle Division, high-yielding choice and prime Holstein steers 90 to 96 and a quarter, Choice Holstein steers 84 to 90 with their heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers 84 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows here on Thursday selling from 69 to 75. We topped at 77, 50%, 60% of the cows selling from 50 to 68 with 20% of the cows selling 50 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls here on Thursday 
selling from 80 to 95 thin full bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls, all discounted. 80% of the whole steam bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up here on Thursday, selling from 50 to $140 per head with the light and poor quality calves selling below. The fancy beef calves selling from 75 to $250 per head. Quick reminder, the next special feeder sale here at the Altoona Market will be Friday, August the 14th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, please give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Now this is Mark Koger from the Equity Altoona Auction Market. Have a great day. Thank you very much, Mark. And with all the weather moving into the countryside, I totally forgot to get over to Skywarn 13 to get a hold of Kelly Slifka to see what exactly is moving in and what we can expect. Kelly, are you there? Yeah. Uh, we've got some light rain here in the Eau Claire area, but uh, down the south and west, uh, we do have a severe thunderstorm warning in effect for Buffalo County. That's in effect until 645. There's one cell that's uh, moving through Wabasha County right now in southeastern Minnesota that uh, does have the potential of producing some hail. And actually, according to our Doppler radar, could be as uh, large as golf ball size hail, so an inch and three quarter in diameter. Uh, that's down to the southwest uh, of Eau Claire right now. It's still not in Buffalo County, but just across the border there. So if you are in Buffalo County, you might want to make sure your vehicle's uh, protected from that uh, potential for some of that hail. After the uh, showers and thunderstorms roll through this morning, we will turn sunny behind a cold front as that west and northwest wind brings in some lower humidity. It should be a nice afternoon as we get up to 80 degrees. Clear skies and more comfortable tonight as we drop down to 55. Tomorrow, sunshine, 83, still low humidity. Wednesday, mostly sunny, 84. There will be a chance for some showers with mostly cloudy skies on Thursday and high of 85. Right now in Eau Claire with some light rain moving through, still a muggy 74 degrees. I'm Sky 113, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Kelly, that uh, weather in Wabasha County, is that kind of moving straight west-ish or, or east, rather, or what's, what direction? Yeah, it's pretty much moving straight east. Uh, the hail size has been kind of fluctuating between some inch diameter to about an inch and three-quarters. So uh, usually when uh, hail does develop, it's usually very uh, small or very compact in, uh, in nature. But uh, that's something you want to be concerned with down there in parts of Buffalo County. Okay, thank you so much, Kelly. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13. And now we have Jerry Fitzgerald on over at Stratford Equity. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Scott, and a very good morning to you. And, uh, well, uh, kind of watching the radar uh, this morning, too, like a lot of other folks are probably kind of moving across the state here. Uh, looks like, uh, well, yeah. well, it looks like Oak County's getting pretty wet. Yeah. And moving into uh, Clark, Taylor County, just right. a little bit of green right on the edge here in Marathon County. So we'll see what comes in. But hopefully uh, yep. we don't get too much bad weather. But over the weekend, uh, not a little, not a very big rain event over here anyway. This part of Marathon County, uh, just a little bit less than a half an inch. But still a very, very welcome rain. So uh, Right, right. It was tight. We have to be uh, watching out because there's potential for all that other stuff we don't uh, really need. When it gets that humid, huh? And uh, I'm ready to get out of this humidity. In the meantime, though, tell us what's going on at the market. All right, Scott, thank you, and very good morning, everyone. I'll be. This will be the sales schedule for this week here at Equity Stratford. Of course, a full marketing week on tap here. And, of course, we do get started uh, Monday morning here uh, right away with market cows. And also do sell Monday morning. We sell fat cattle. We sell market bulls. Baby calves today, that'll be about 1130. Tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, uh, that starts tomorrow, the auction tomorrow. Tuesday auction starts tomorrow with the hay auction. That's at 10 o'clock. 
And uh, we already have uh, small squares consigned for that uh, hay seal. I know folks are, everybody, uh, a lot of folks are always looking for some small squares. Not too many people make those anymore. But we do have some real nice small squares of second crop. So that'll be uh, part of the hay auction for tomorrow. 11 o'clock tomorrow, we will uh, move to the market portion. And on Tuesdays here in Stratford now, we do sell organic market cows every Tuesday now at 11 o'clock. So that will be the sales schedule also for tomorrow. Then we'll move into the regular market auction portion of the sale tomorrow. Wednesday, our sale does start at 10 o'clock with the market cattle. Uh, also sell fat cattle on Wednesday, baby calves, sheep, hog, and goats. Feeder cattle sale on Wednesday is a noontime start. And uh, Thursday, our auction does start at 11 o'clock. And do keep in mind our next dairy sale here in Stratford will be next Tuesday, August 18th. And as part of that sale next Tuesday, we do have a complete herd dispersal, 30 red and white Holstein cows, and there will be some fleck fees in there, brown Swiss and Jersey crosses. Uh, quite a few springing cows in that herd. Also, uh, all the springing heifers coming along with that herd also. And, again, pretty nice components on this herd. And, again, some real nice fleck fee cows if you folks are looking for some of those. Also for the sale next Tuesday, we do have a consignment of some Holstein heifers uh, coming from Rib Lake, Wisconsin. Uh, those are going to be... Uh, anyway, from about 300 all the way up to shortbreads. So, again, all this information, uh, upcoming sales, etc., on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page there, or 715-687-4101 is our phone number. And, uh, well, I guess, uh, I don't know, it's going to be kind of a muggy day today, so I guess the best advice is not going to be really critically warm, but uh, get them on the road early this morning, and we'll get them sold for you folks. And uh, uh, so it's uh, going to be one of those... Uh, summer days again and also uh <clears throat> scott i guess that's about all i have this morning and of course <laughs> right. we'll be back here tomorrow tuesday to give you folks an update on the market prices from today's auction um, uh in this business things change daily as we know and boy i tell you for those of in the business that are watching this um dairy stuff wow what a deal huh yeah it's uh another bad uh, this morning at 151 yep yep it's uh took a dive here again and uh, who knows why and we can't pin it down no i don't know well there's a lot of factors involved yep. but at that's least it. hopefully we'll hopefully this thing will level off but it's just an up and down thing and that's why uh, man things can change i think it was what just uh 28th or the 27th of july the barrel cheese was at 244 yeah we were looking up there a couple of weeks ago and yeah that's the way it goes i guess well, anyway, yep. suppose we get a little rain, Scott. You'll have to get out tomorrow and mow the lawn, huh? Ah, uh, you just did that yesterday to get out of the way. Get it out of the way. So we'll talk <laughs> to you tomorrow, Jerry. You betcha, Scott. Thank you much. Enjoy the day. You too. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Barn. More milk, improved pregnancy rates, or better overall performance. But without data, a lot of consulting turns to speculation that may not be true or accurate. Our Northside Dairy Dashboard leverages your farm's data to help tell the full story. From forage management to facilities and water quality, it all matters. Don't risk dairy consulting advice without the power of the Northside Dairy Dashboard. Learn more at northsideelevator.com. The T.J. Martell Foundation is there for cancer patients. Help make a difference in the fight against cancer and fund the doctors who save lives. Donate at tjmartell.org. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 74 degrees at 17 minutes before 6 here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. We have Michelle on from Terrine Livestock. Over at Thorpe. Good morning, Michelle. 
Now, yesterday's weather was right up your alley, wasn't it? It was. Actually, I'm trying to just take in every little last bit of summer as I possibly can. But you can just feel the hint of fall in the air, can you not? I mean, even with... Yep. There's something about it this time of year. um, Well, normally high school football practice is starting. And it's that, I, I don't know, that's so ingrained into me. And when I say grained, I, I also think about combining. You start hearing the crickets. You see some um, uh, grasshoppers bouncing around off of the ragweed. And, uh, oh, boy. Yeah. It, yeah, it's coming. It'll be here. It'll be yeah. here. Yeah. You, I, I just, yeah, I think you can feel it. And there, it, the sad part is, is I can actually see, like, the neighbor's tree is already turning red. So it's like, <laughs> That's that's all right with me. This is my time of year. Then. Yeah, I love fall, but I also really love summer. So. <laughs> I know you do. So uh, tell us how much you love uh, the tonight's sale and what's going on with the market. All right. Thank you, Scott. I'll tell you all about it. Summing up the week of August 3rd at Train Livestock Market in the Spotica Market for the week, we tapped at 75. 82% of the cows, so from 55 and above. Market cows were 64 to 74. Low yielding cows, 52 to 63. Thin and weak cows, 50 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market Choice, 84 to 93. Selects were 80 and down. For beef type steers and heifers, choice, 87 to 97 and a half. Selects were 86 and down. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 80 to 96 with the utilities at 76 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein milk cows sold from $75 to $145 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 40 to 125 per head. Beef calves, 80 to 245 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 26 to 32, sows 17 to 22, fours were 9 and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And don't forget to check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the Citroen livestock, your family owned an upper market. Have a great day. Well, go and watch the fall change here. Well, you can't. You're you're really busy today, so. (laughs) I'm busy today. (laughs) Yep, really busy. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. Sounds good. Take care. Thank you, Michelle. That's Michelle over at Treen Livestock at Thorpe. The trucks are arriving. Hi, this is Scott Eiselt from the all-new Courtesy Auto and Truck in Thorpe, and we ordered extra vehicles from Ford. And man, the trucks keep coming in, truckload after truckload. Courtesy Auto and Truck has great selection of brand-new Ford trucks and SUVs. Whether you want the new F-150 or the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer, need a lower payment? Courtesy Auto and Truck has over 100 used vehicles in stock. Plus, at Courtesy, we want your trade. That's CourtesyAutoandTruck.com, just off Highway 29 in Thorpe, home of Courtesy for a Lifetime. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 14 minutes before 6 at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. As we were just talking about with Michelle, uh, we're deep into summer. We've been deep into summer for a while now, and those pastures are being used, have been used for a while now. And what do we do with them? How do we fertilize them? What should we do? Well, Bob talked with UW-Madison Forage Special Emeritus, uh, Dan Undersander, the other day about what kind of nitrogen and the like might be good on those pastures. 
Once again this morning on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program, Dr. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, is with us. And Dan, we've talked about how much hay has come down, and I've also talked to uh, grazers, and the pastures are awful good through this part of the year at least. But uh, is there something we can do to ensure that we will have growth right up until hard frost? Uh, Yes, there is, Bob, Uh, and particularly with the good growth that we've had, uh, this is a time that we need to think about uh, growth through September and, and into October. The situation, of course, is that as the pastures have been growing well, they've been using the nutrients available in the field, and particularly nitrogen. These pastures will run out of nitrogen this summer, and then we'll see relatively little fall growth uh, through the uh, September-October period if we don't give these pastures another shot of nitrogen and probably sulfur too. And actually what we're thinking about is an application of something around 40 pounds of nitrogen, which would cost about $20. For that, we would expect to receive an extra ton to a ton and a half of forage through the fall period. Now, that'll do two things for us. The first, of course, is it's going to give us extra feed. But the other thing is it will stretch out the actual growth on our pastures so that we'll need less feeding into the fall period than if we had to feed hay because our pastures were running short. The approach would be that around September 1, uh, we would recommend applying this uh, 40 pounds of nitrogen. Uh, That's early enough that these pastures will grow significantly in in September and even into October. Then... Uh, we will have reasonable tonnage off those pastures because that nitrogen is taken up within a week or so and those pastures will continue to grow. We see this fall fertilization as being one of the most significant fertilizations on pastures during the year uh, because in the spring we oftentimes have some mineralization and carry over, but in the fall now we have actually run out of nitrogen in these pastures. And in fact, you can really see that this is the case because if you look around the manure piles in the paddock, you will see that that grass in those, around those piles is taller and greener than the rest of the pasture. And this means that if all of the pasture had the nutrients from that manure, all of the pasture would be that tall and growing that rapidly. So do think about a shot of 40 pounds of nitrogen uh, and some uh, sulfur, ammonium sulfate is not a good, is, is a good fertilizer to use uh, on the pasture to apply at least the uh, four or five pounds of sulfur. So nitrogen and sulfur will give us an extra ton and sometimes as much as two tons of growth in the fall, depending on, on the growing season and moisture. And we've got some time. It's only the uh, 10th of August, so September 1st. Still a ways away to get that uh, fall fertilization done with that nitrogen and that sulfur. Thanks, Dan. Dan Undersander, a state forage specialist on our next Corral Alpha Update program. Right now, health is in every headline. 
but are we actually taking care of ourselves? At Advent Health, we're making sure you can safely check in with a medical professional, schedule an appointment with your primary care provider, or book a virtual visit right from your home. We're taking every safety precaution so you have easy access to care. There's never been a more important time to take care of your whole health. It's time to check in. Download the Advent Health app or visit adventhealthdurand.com. I'm Captain Ann Maxson with the Wisconsin State Patrol. Safety on our highways is a team effort. Every day our troopers and inspectors focus on keeping people and commerce moving safely. Drivers can do their part to prevent crashes and needless tragedies by remembering two simple things. Buckle up, phones down. Thanks for helping us move towards zero deaths on Wisconsin roads. A safety message sponsored by the U.S. and Wisconsin DOTs. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Eight minutes before six as we get to the milk house with the morning chores on Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's have a final look at the markets on the greens futures. December corn is at 321, up one. December oats steady at 265. November soybeans down two at 866. Soybean meal for October steady at 283. Wheat for December down one at 503. The country elevator prices. The countryside cooperative elevators at Durand, Mondovi, Baldwin, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo have corn all at 263 and all have beans at 815. At Stevens Point, the soybeans are at 796. Elk Mound has corn at 267 and soybeans at 815. Sparta. Corn 262 and beans are 809. Ellsworth corn is 255 and beans are 815. At the ethanol plants, Boysville has corn at 282. Stanley is at 277 and New Richmond at 269. On the dairy side, barrels of cheese ended the week Friday at 151 and three quarters, down 12 and a half. 40 pound blocks at 170 and a half, down 11. And grade AA butter. Down two and three quarters at 153. The class three milk futures, August is at 1936, down 45. September, 1623, down 68. October, 1652, down 62. November, 1645, down 48. And those prices are down through March. For every time you reach the top of the mountain, or when you caught the biggest fish of your life, and none of your buddies could believe it, for the days of hunting with your family, with the chill nights looking at the stars, your truck has always been there for you, and you demand a lot from it. From navigating tough terrains to towing a fishing boat from the East Coast to the West, that's why Shell Rotella makes synthetic engine oil strong enough to keep up with everything you do. Shell Rotella, the engine oil that works as hard as you. Upgrade to synthetic at your nearest retailer. Want to save money? A-plus insulation services. A-plus insulation EC.com. A-plus insulation EC.com. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're hitting the milk house with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5. Quick look at a couple of the morning uh, local and state news stories. A man who police say charged them with a knife in his hand is dead after officers in St. Croix Falls shot and killed him. That happened Saturday night at the Dallas House Motel. Uh, Police said they got a call to the hotel because of a woman who needed help. That's when they saw a man stepping out of the room. 
The officers opened fire when they said he came at them with a knife. The woman in the room had stab wounds to her neck and chest, according to officers. Of course, you should wear a mask to the polls tomorrow, but you don't have to in order to vote. The Wisconsin Election Commission is reminding people of the rules and making a few suggestions for anyone who plans to vote in person. Masks, of course, are recommended, but not required in order to vote. Polling places will have plenty of hand sanitizers and will have cleaned between voters. Voter ID is required. The commission said most voters will be able to keep their masks on, but some voters might be asked to lower their mask to confirm who they say they are. Polls open at 7 a.m. tomorrow and are open until 8 p.m. Well, the UW Badger football's fall camp is set to start today. UW Wisconsin Health Quality Officer Dr. David Potoff said there will be COVID-19 testing of all participants twice a week at a minimum. He said those who are found to be positive, even if they are asymptomatic, will be pulled for quarantine, leaving those who are negative to continue with camp activities. The home opener against Indiana is September 4th. Direct, uh, Athletic Director Barry Alvarez said no season tickets will be offered and so far has not said whether fans will be watching the games inside the stadium. And on a twist over the weekend, the Big Ten commissioner said that there will be no contact practices allowed until further notice. And last night, presidents of all of the Big Five conferences met and uh, are talking about the potential of moving the entire football season to the spring in college and the MAC conference over the weekend, or last week actually, saying that they are canceling their football season. They go along with the Ivy League in doing the same. Well, that wraps it up for us here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We've hit the milk house. It's time to clean up. Be careful doing whatever you're doing out there and pay attention to that weather. Good morning, Western Central Wisconsin.